time is short. Time is short. Tick-tock goes the clock. Here we go. Last year standing, 2024. Info dump podcast. Number five. Number five. Yep, event five. This is uh, podcast is meant to just give a, a little bit of a history of the event, talk about previous events, but really highlight what to expect this upcoming weekend starting Friday, February 9th for our fifth edition of Last Gear Standing. We'll also get into some favorites, play some numbers games, and then some helpful information. Last minute, things are always changing that uh, will help uh, all those participants out there and those potential participants. So we got we got to get this going because it is 7.15. We need to send out emails, pack up, and get our butts over to uh, Black Mountain, Maine. So joining me, as always, is Monty McIndoe. Good evening, everyone. One more time. Good evening, everybody. Better. All right. Monty's the co-race director. You'll see him everywhere down, usually at the uh, finish start area, greasing the wheels, keeping skiers and riders, making lap after lap. Uh, so this year, 2024, um, it's kind of snuck up on us. It feels like this little gap between Bubba's and last year's standings, extremely short. Um. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Slamming right into it. I want to start off because I have a goldfish memory of just recapping the previous events. So this started in 2020 because yep. we had Bubba's in 2019. Yep. Rolled into uh yeah 2020. So how many how many participants were in 2020? Uh, how many participants in 2020? That's a good question. 62. I know this because I did my I did my homework, Monty. Yep. Rick Chalmers with Kanoa King uh, went 34 hours, which felt like an eternity. It was a long, long time. Going from like a 24-hour Bubba's into you know going to the second night that was that was brutally cold. Uh, felt like that event would never end. Thankfully, it did, and we yeah. as race directors had no clue what was going on either. None whatsoever. But that was our inaugural year. Obviously, a lot of interest. Um, it bumped up a little bit. I'm looking at the next year was uh, 2021. 85 people. 82, I think. I have 85. Uh, well, but... I don't know how many people actually logged laps. There might be a couple DNSs in there. Anyway, Ben Eck, Jeremy <laughs> Arnold, Televerse Schemo, historic event that just all of a sudden took that 34 hour mark and and bumped it all the way into the 60s yeah it was and then you thought it was going to end and then it just didn't so ben eck famously in the the panda suit he will be at last year standing helping out crewing and um i think he even said he'd volunteer looking to 2022 ben eck was once again in it battling brody levin and this was the this was the event that wouldn't end yeah this went in we started this on the saturday sunday monday into tuesday technically tuesday right yeah went into like tuesday at 1 a.m or something when it ended something like that is that right yep i don't know it went 65 hours which is still the current record for the format we had 96 participants that year correct last year we had clean slate new location and two new 
a, a new finisher, new assist. So Danny Romano went 63 hours with uh, Brent Undercoffler. Yep. 138 participants. So it's super cool watching the the numbers and um, just the registration speed go up every year. So this year our goal is to let in, I don't know. And what was the fun trivia fact about last year? I missed the ending. Yeah, Monty was sleeping <laughs> while I was out there. <laughs> Crushing. Thriving. But this year... I tried to let in as many, you know, we tried to let in as many people as possible, knowing that there's always going to be people dropping or the DNS rate is usually like 10%. So just trying to have a buffer, but man, it's, the numbers are falling. Yeah. Every time I open my email, my inbox, there's like one more person that has something going on, an injury, commitment, you name it. Yeah. But right now, as of now, probably have around like 159 registered. So I am sending out some last minute invites on the the wait list that are very quickly also getting turned down yeah understandably so it is very close to the event start so how do you want to do this you go and i'll fill in where i can well i i think we start to get into the predictions for this year and i like to i don't know i just picked three people that jump out at me can't go through the whole list. There's, we're not going to play this game, the name game. All right, so let's not play the name game. Let's, let's everyone Monty knows let's, on the list. Well, you know everyone. Oh so. well, I don't know everyone, but there's, I certainly, I certainly have people I'm friendly with. Ready for this? Your little quiz, because you're all prepared. A student, gold star. How many people have done it that are in this list this year, all four years before? Um, three, two. Nice. Ben Lane, right? Well, Ben Lane's one and Patrick. Cantetler. Yep. Or, yeah. And then how many people have done it three times or more at least? Twelve. Five. Oh, that was ambitious. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot about the, the race itself. I mean, I don't think the format is super enjoyable, but I think the... So the event is really I mean, s- some people, what I would call kooks, double dip. They do Bubba's and this. That makes sense, though. Yeah. Any more quiz questions? No, no, we're good for right now. All right, so if we're going to go into it, let's talk about the defending, um, I guess, defending defending lap counter, Brent Undercoffer. Yep. Because if you're, if you're going to be a favorite in this race, you're going to be... You've done something before. Yeah. You're going to be the person coming in that has the most clout at a last year sitting event. Sure. So Brent, there's a reason why he's got bib one. Uh, he put in a, a really big performance last year. I felt like he was dealing with battling through foot issues. Yep. And ultimately, I think Danny Romano got in his head. I think Danny looked great, looked fresh at on hour 60, whatever. And yeah. I mean, it's hard to find a reason to keep going. Still had a, sp- a spring in the stop. So Brent's been on skis a lot this year. I've seen his Strava. He's been doing a lot of uphill, but also a lot of downhill. Mm. I think he just loves to ski. I think so too. Super important coming to this event. You got to love to ski because you're going to do a lot of it. Um, he's also a new local to, to the Valley here. He is transplant. Um, next on the list, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up Justin Lagasse 
Mm. Justin weaseled his way in. Uh, I was happy to get him in the event, but he's, uh, I don't know, an endurance monster, I'd say. He won the True Strength 24-hour event last year in March. So if any of you guys are interested in more of this form, like go till you can't anymore, this 24-hour event's pretty good at that. Mm. He's also uh, a mountain biker and... I've I've battled with him on a, a schemo race at Abram and and uh, he's fast. Is he your dark horse? He's not really a dark horse though. He's definitely he's someone that has all the tools to go deep. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. The rest is up to him. <laughs> so I know he'll go far, but how far? Not sure. Okay. All right. And the last guy I'm gonna just mention is Avery Collins. If he shows up, I have no communication with Avery. Uh, when I saw his name pop up, I thought it was pretty cool. He's a professional trail runner. He's got uh, some massive results, you know, top 10 at some of the most competitive ultras out there, like uh, Western States, Run Rabbit, Hurt 100. But I think if you're looking at his resume, the most important thing or the thing that jumps out is got to be the Tour, Tour de Jans, which was 86 hours for his finish. So... Obviously, this guy can grind. How is that going to translate to this this yeah. event, this format? Who who I mean, knows? Who who knows? But forty two ultras sign up results is. I mean, he sh- he should be there in the you know top three. I would think. Yeah, I hope I hope he shows up. I hope he has a. I mean, he's going to have a great time if he's here, and it would be awesome to see him in the mix. But lots of other excellent names, and I'm just going to do myself a favor and stop there. There you go. Anyone you want to shout out? I mean, Avery popped up when I was looking through the list as I don't don't know who or what or where, but I just saw that, you know, jump up as the, the results from, I don't know how the algorithm works for ultra sign up, but it should be uh, interesting to see him go. And then jumping into the woman, uh, returning lap counting queen, hmm. Hillary McCloy. Hillary. Hillary did 36 last year. She's obviously very interested in repeating and, ex- and and bumping that number up this year. I think anyone that comes back wants to defend their lap count, their title. But, uh, yeah, kind of rework the whole event, what worked for them. I don't know. I think she wants to find how far her limit is this time. Yeah. So last time... She was battling Mac, Caitlin, Mac, Guthrie. And so Caitlin did 35, dropped, and then Hillary's like, I'm gonna, I need to do one more. Yeah. And it was like friendly competition, but you could still tell Hillary's like, I'm, oh, there's one other female in this. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna keep pushing. Yeah. And fun fact Hillary's training regime, free for anyone to take, but it's, 10,000 vertical feet a week for the four weeks leading into the event. So there you go. Yeah. Nothing, you know, that's it. No secret. That's, so that's all you need to do. Um, okay. So Hillary and then, I mean, I guess I'm including Mac in that too because she was right up there. And then Alyssa Clark. I mean, Alyssa Clark, we're looking at another professional trail runner with a monster resume and she's no stranger to like these big efforts or multi-day efforts. Um, what do you know about her, Monty? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know much about anything. 
Uh, no, I, I so she's married to Cody, friend, this guy, friend of the program. Um, but I learned about her probably through him, and then ultimately through just like the trail running world when she's showing up at all these races back to back to back and crushing it, usually winning. Uh, she's man, uh, and during COVID, she ran 95 marathons in 95 days. There you go. So that sort of mentality is going to get you can get you pretty far in this event yeah. i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i don't know i always get i get impressed by like the 100 mile results but i think you know when you're when you're scrubbing through these ultra sign up results i mean you think after 95 it had to be fun after not fun after some point just to keep on going like that i think there's this other stuff to do monty you start you know you you run your count high We'll have to ask her why she stopped at 95 yeah. or do a, a tiny bit of research on our, our part. Yeah. But um, excited excited to see her in the mix. Uh, I know she's been skiing a bit. Again, interesting to see how this will translate. But, yeah, going back to her ultra sign-up resume, in 2022, she's got, she got the win at Moab 240 in 73 hours. So I just I look at these hours of, and they're, they're pretty, t- yeah. <laughs> pretty damn impressive. Yeah. So I mean, it's the the one the one thing that negates the hour just going is the starting and stopping is brutal. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you can be so good in one discipline, but then this will just get in your head. The clock will get in your head of I have so much time, where the time go. Yeah, and why am I still doing this? Yes. It's a good question. Um other fun things this year, it's like how many people west of the Mississippi do we have? You know, and this is deceiving because some people might still be registered on ultra sign up from some other some other state. And now they live on the East Coast. But I did I did some quick math and it's somewhere around 17 people right now at Mm. the moment, which is great. I love I love to see the um, the people from out west come out just for this event. And I I, they will not be disappointed. Like a strong Colorado and showing Coloradians. What do they call us? Coladorans. Yeah, you nailed, you nailed it. Nailed it in one. Um, yeah, Coloradians. Somebody from Utah. Utah. We have Washington State. Wyoming. Idaho. Really. Yeah, Parker. Ooh, Hurley. S- strong, strong Pennsylvania showing. I like that. Represent. So. Going into this, all right. So, all right. That's our that's our little brief preview. I don't like to bet on our own horses here, but how many laps? Seventy-one. Do you know what that where where would that get you? Nine in the morning. It'd be the eight the eight a.m. lap would be the last lap. Yep. Um, I was thinking sixty-nine. Would be nice. That would catch the sunrise, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I I feel way. I mean, I I'm I'm way more confident about this year going deeper than say Bubba's going. Trying to make this prediction that Bubba's would go I mean, deeper. Bubba's was a shit show this but year, but still. But so so let's say oh okay, great so it's gonna go deeper, right? It's gonna be warmer. It's warmer. I is, I have not visited Black Mountain of Maine this year. I think they've probably done an excellent job. Made snow. Yep. Coverage should be good. Yep. You know, I worry about the temperature swings 
and that's where I'm not, I haven't got my Lepresti forecast yet. So Charlie, if you're listening, please send it my way. But I was seeing these pretty big temperature swings, which we saw at black Brody versus Eck. Yeah. When it was like, it just glazed over ice. Yeah. The skin track in the, through the wood section was miserable. Yeah. Um, last year we saw it, it slicked up a bit, nothing too bad. You know, the mountain ops, shout out Rob. Yeah. Uh, groomed it groomed it up or like not Rob but the groomers right mm-hmm. there was like a mix of groomers that were out there and helped the, helped tremendously you know the, the whole squad of Black Mountain and Maine was fantastic yeah they definitely treated us really well and we had a blast um, I'm pulling up the the Rumford Rumford weather because it's changing you know it went from a high of like in potentially in the 50s now we're looking at I think the 40s chance of rain some clouds but nothing it nothing could, staring it could be rainy saturday which, which is still you're in the so the first 24 hours right it gets to be saturday morning you get the first 24 hours then the real event starts or not the, the real event but the you know, the crowds really whittled down so it starts to rain that'll that'll take some people out but it's like everybody all the competitors i think think oh that's just my advantage well, the nicest thing is that there's no wind. If I could have anything go in my favor for this event, it's going to be no wind. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about the extreme cold, extreme heat, rain, snow. Just no wind. We, I mean, the two years we had a ton of wind. The Sunday was just brutally windy. Uh, we have, right now, we're looking at Friday in Rumford, 40 degrees, Mostly cloudy skies, high near yeah, high near 40, winds light and variable. And then Friday night, dipping down to 29 degrees. Again, mostly cloudy skies, slight chance of rain, and then winds also light and variable. Saturday, Saturday day, so mostly cloudy with some showers in the afternoon. High of 51, winds light and variable. Chance of rain, 40%. So there's no like, oh, it's going to rain a quarter inch or be some like real event, but I just feel like it could be like light rain here or there. Could be. Could also be snowing. Because if you look into Saturday night, so those get into the, the second night, um, still cloudy, and occasional rain showers, low of 38. So things might still refreeze from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. You know, when everyone's on the same same trail, it can can get slippery and make the, the skinning pretty technical. Luckily, the course isn't too punchy. There's a few, a few steep climbs, but nothing that uh, I'm sure you guys can't handle. And lastly, I mean, we got to keep going. So we're looking into Sunday, uh, second sunrise, or second, yeah, second, technically second sunrise, because if you make it to Saturday, that's first. All right, mm-hmm. so second sunrise, mm-hmm. potentially some some flurries, but again, 43, winds pick up a tiny bit, and then Sunday night, mostly cloudy, uh, low around 30. So 43, swing down to 30, not too bad. Um, and if we do make it to Monday, and beyond who knows i mean i wouldn't trust the forecast right now but 40 degrees partly partly cloudy and uh winds from the northwest at five to ten miles an hour high near 40 so looking fantastic yeah so i guess all those people that were worried about the weather or you know i think you're gonna be able to worry about a lot of other things now yeah hydrate sunscreen lip balm yeah what are your like three three tips that you've learned witnessing this as a race director. 
Uh, hydrate is one. Don't get too hot is another thing. The, the heat management and the just the <sighs> moisture management is like, you know, they, they come down and they're like, they're hot and then they're cold. They want to retain the heat that they have but not get too hot and then go back out. So it's all, yeah. I, I think that the people who go far have like a blanket and sit as much as they can. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen any strange routines that's led to success. No. Everything's been pretty boring. Yeah. Um, take care of your feet. I mean, there's, yeah, take care of your feet. Your, your feet are going to get feeded. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty obvious. We're going to see some. Is that feet. where the term defeated comes from? Yeah, your, feet, your feet just, just give out? They just fall off. <laughs> take your socks off and a couple layers of skin with it. Oh, my God. So good. And if you do have horrible looking feet, please tell us. Yeah, there's a lot of people on the internet that want to see your feet. Yeah. The worse, the better. Uh, I, I think of why you're doing this. And it's super, that's a super challenging thing to be present, to have in your head, is why you're doing this because you're going to find so many reasons why you don't want to be doing it once the fun wears off. Yeah. Staying up at night, fun until it's not. Sure. Going into your second day, fun until it's not. Yep. Going to like some people, it might be like their fourth or fifth lap. Sure. But the key is to just think, have these I have these reasons why you're doing this dialed now. Yeah. And so when shit gets hard, you can just say that over and over and why you're doing it. Yeah. I mean, and if you're if you're crewing people for any of the crew that is listening, the question not to ask is how are you feeling. The question to ask is, what do you need to get back out there? Mm -hmm. Because they, I mean, a lot of times when you're deep into it, you're not in your right mind. So if you just give them the general direction of like, what do you need? Do you need food? Do you need socks? Do you need new liners? Do you need to put your skins on? Any of that stuff is once you just get them headed in the right direction, in general, they go back out. Mm -hmm. Great advice. Yeah, it works. Okay, a couple more things because we got to wrap this up. So I'm going to take a quick break here to thank our sponsors. Mm-hmm. I never gave a shout out for our presenting sponsor, Nerona. It's the third year third? Yeah. that they've been. We've had a presenting sponsor. They've always shown up with some swag. Um, we have a Lingen lap, which is the twilight lap, so the last light lap. Mm. Always hoping for that golden hour, uh, that look of the Arctic sun. Yeah. Might get it, might not, but we'll be giving away some Lingen kits. And I know Dave Nyan, our Nerona rep, will be there. Love Dave. Um, giving away the swag per usual. Um, other big sponsors, Lawson's. Johnny Sunshine's going to be there. Lawson's has always supported all events we've done. Psyched to have them back. Um, they have some amazing beverages, so I'm sure they'll have that at the black mountain festivities too. So the bar is going to be open. I know there's music and there's going to be a whole vendor village associated with the event and maybe with not the event. So I think black mountains is trying to get a lot of people at the mountain. So if you're got friends that want to come spectate, they're going to have other stuff that they can do. So a lot of these sponsors are going to have gear to demo, whether it's uphill gear or just downhill gear. Uh, Derek, uh, Terex, so Lindsay nice. will, will be here, and Alfred, our, our connects at, at Terex. 
So Adidas Terex has a whole um, winter line of outerwear and cold, um, cold ready. Yeah, we'll be rocking our boots. Yep. Um, and Lindsay will also be there with Weston snowboards. So I get double, double dipping. And, and speaking of snowboards, we're going to have Mike Gerard there with Jones. Also, he's responsible for the awesome tent we're going to have. So this 30 by 60 tent, first come, first serve. That's where we're going to have uh, the food and beverages set up. But you can squat, find your little block in the village there. Yep. Bring a rug. All right. So if you want to be in the if you want to be in the tent, you must bring a rug because it gets so slippery. And don't be, and bring a small rug. And so be will, willing to separate with it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's our PSA on things get icy all around the venue after a few days of, of walking around and temperature fluctuation. So Mike, you know, if you're nice to him, maybe there's some Mammut gear, gear there too, if we ask nicely. Hmm. Uh, I want to throw, yeah. So Dave Nine is also representing Technica Blizzard, Pit Viper. I don't know what other brands, but super cool when you have people that we work with at the shop, want to come to this event, want to support it, make it fun. And as part of that, we're going to have them sponsor some laps. And so everyone that makes it to certain laps will be in the mix for a bunch of giveaways so that's you know if we just look at some of the the laps here the important ones um i think the cash laps like really important right yep you know get to reward the speedy king and queen of the mountain so whoever gets up and down the fastest while following the rules yep. skiing safely will get uh some cash money cash is king we also have some cool awards then lap six has always been the true party lap they're going to give away a pair of bibs. Maybe it's the Vibe Award, Spirit Award. Not, um, we'll figure that out. I like to do a little Petzl giveaway for the night, the midnight lap. Yep. So we'll get some, give some headlamps away. Uh, we'll also do some something for the 24-hour lap. So those that made it 24-hour, maybe some Knack Nutrition. Mm. They jumped on board, which would be super cool to give away some stuff for those that have endured 24 hours. Yep. So if you make it there, we'll throw you some swag. I'm, I'm making up some of this on the fly. We got the Lawson's lap, which is when we have four remaining that complete a lap. Those people will get um, a Lawson's swag package. Well, I mean, man, lap 52 is double Everest. We, sh we should do something for that. Right. We'll have to think of something creative. But going back to the sponsors, um, our Black Diamond rep, um, hooking it up, we'll have Black Diamond there. We're going to also have ATK, our binding of choice plus Dekine. Mm. So super cool for some swag there. Our other rep, Eric, he's hooking us up with some, someone's going to want a pair of Scarpa F1. Oh, nice. Yeah, F1. I'm not sure if it's the, the GTLT. I forget. He sent me an email, but also some packs from DPS. Um, and I don't know. He's also our Petzl rep, but I'm, I'll probably, you know, give those out of pocket. Lastly, what else do we have? So I said Technica Blizzard. Oh, Eric also has some jewel bows. Nice. So some some nice um, the reactive lens. I've always liked those. I've always liked those goggles. I think that's most. There's gonna maybe be a couple other sponsors, but the the key is like, hey, you show up, you're gonna walk away with something. Everyone's getting a swag bag. We got some valet straps, soft flasks, hats, um, nutrition small neuron items so everyone's going to walk away with something cool it's always fun i always you know this you guys put on the performance deserve some recognition some some fun swag yep 
Uh, two more things, parking for everyone that shows up at the event, the parking is gonna be the overflow lot. There's gonna be signage. So when you pull in to the main park, the base area, you're gonna see the base lodge. You're gonna to go to the right and that's where the parking is. If you need to unload stuff, you can unload by the lodge, but all the event parking, we need to keep our footprint small. Yep. Go to the overflow parking. Please. And don't don't be duck jumping all the fences and everything. It, it just follow the rules. Uh, what's the other one? Alcohol, obviously no alcohol on the venue site. Um, it's super important that we keep that uh, the alcohol in the bar and the lodge, not in the last gear standing village. Please. So you can purchase it in the bar if you want, and it can be consumed in the lodge or on the deck, but uh, yeah. Can't bring it over to us. Yeah. I've had a lot of people ask about pacers, and this is something that I needed. I just made sure to have. We're on the same page with the mountain. It needs to be communicated. I'll send in the email as well. But um, we can't do pacers. We can have volunteers on the on the course. If you want friends to be out there with you, they can. They just they're not supposed to uphill on the course. The course isn't. You know, Black Mountain doesn't usually allow uphilling on their downhill trail. So this is a, a an exception we want to keep this event going here so we need to make sure that the only people going uphill on the course are volunteers race workers patrol participants um, and participants so if you haven't been cleared by the event to be on the course please don't go on the course if you're paid if you have friends that want to come out and watch they can go up the the uphill track and we can show you where that is which is open 24 7 but you can't be downhill skiing on the course off hours. It's only only uphill particip event participants can be going up uphill and downhill um, at night, and then uphill only for participants. So I know it's a little come on can be ask a little us. can be a little confusing. But if if people want to know, ask. Love to get people to I don't know to get on the the lifts and come ski during the day. But but the main the main thing is also there is no pacing. There's. Friends can go if friends want to skin up and ski down with you later on, like when the when the mountains open, that's fine. But pacing is not allowed. Well, not pacing, but even just like the people skinning up the uphill track need to be part of the event. Right. You can't just have your crew come and join you to skin up along with you on the uphill track. Right. Um, you can go along the separate uphill in the woods track and then meet and say hi at the top. At the top. You could ski down, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just want to make that clear because this is the mountain's policy, not mine. It's going to be a lot of people on the mountain anyway. And then if you want to come and volunteer, come find us because, you know, once the event gets the numbers go down, there's stuff to do. We would love to have you not only like be out on the course to support, but just as far as safety goes, we need. We need people that aren't zombies yeah, going uh, up. So, eyes on. So those people that are still around that want to help out, come find us. Um, we'll have um, volunteers flagged. Uh, easily easily findable. Okay. Last, last piece. I have offloaded the timing. So no longer are we sitting there screaming numbers with a clipboard unless we get to that point. But the, the goal this year is paying a bunch of money to back 40 timing so that they can do proper chip timing and everyone is going to get a chip tag. So you just got to make sure that this gets returned at the end. Yep. We're not going to take your license and all this stuff. We just trust that 
you're returning your chip. And we'll know which chip is yours. Yeah, and then you'll get fined. Yeah. So we need all chips back. So you need to hand your chip back to someone at the finish line. We'll have a volunteer, and that's their one job. So if you drop, that chip is coming back. But you need to check out with us anyway. Yes, please. So this is going to be part of the process. Yes. Return the chips. And tell us if you're dropping. Fantastic. Okay, that's that's it. That's all. I, you know, it's we've hit our hit our limit here. Um, final words. Look forward to seeing everybody's smiling face Friday morning. Yeah, we'll see you guys all Friday. And uh, for all your participants, follow. You know, I'll be sending out an email shortly. Yep. And for all you non-participants, swing over to Black Mountain all weekend. There's gonna be stuff going on. If you want to volunteer, still volunteer opportunities. And if you want to do this thing next year, registration is always open New Year's Day, hmm. 9 a.m. And uh, you can, it'll be on, generally be on Ultra Sign Up unless we, we might do it on our website. But if you go to uh, whitemountainski.co, our website, search events, all that info is going to be there. I know there's some people that feel like they, they keep missing this lottery or the sign up window but we're easy to find so just sign up on our newsletter follow us on instagram and uh we will uh we'll see you out there yep